Bill Baum is with Ohio Ice and Outdoors Facebook page. He's kind of a local expert on keeping you safe because people are ice fishing like crazy and people are falling through the ice, too. Would, would you call Bill Baum an ice expert? Yes. Because <laughs> ah, yes. I like it in my glass when I put the bourbon on top of it. <laughs> yeah, ah, yeah. Bill. Hey, good, Bill. Good morning. Good morning, and thanks for having me. And uh, I'm going to have to add that expert to my profile, I guess. <laughs> if you're on this program, we're going to call you an expert. Right, right, right. I appreciate it. So I was at Cabela's yesterday, and they sold out of every ice fishing pole, gear, tent, everything within 45 minutes. I would assume this weekend might be the busiest ice fishing weekend in maybe five or six years. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, Ohio and ice are, are kind of one of those things that, you know, we, we take it when we get it. And um, it, it's, you know, this has been a banner year. Um, this is this, these cold temperatures have, yeah. have uh, provided us with some local opportunities that, uh, you know, most of the time we have to, to drive to the state up north to get. So. Yeah, because usually we'll get the, we've always had cold temperatures, but the, the follow, it's followed by 42 degrees. Or how many days continuously does it have to be below freezing before most uh, inland lakes, although we don't have that many, let's say Indian Lake or Buckeye Lake, are safe to walk on? You know, it, it varies so much. There's a lot of variables with, um, with ice and what causes it to form and, uh, and how it forms. Um, you know, river channels that run through reservoirs uh, can create situations where ice forms slower. Um, natural springs under the water, even waterfowl yeah. that uh, reside in the, in the ponds will keep water open. Um, and that's one of the things that creates uh, safety issues is uh, you, you may test the water, um, if it's if it's not a body of water you're familiar with, um, you may you know test the ice and go, wow, I got five inches right here. Uh, walk out in the middle, not realizing that birds had kept that water open for mm. yeah you know, with the days movement. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Bill, so, with does it matter? Uh, you know, I grew up in Minnesota where the lakes are fifty feet deep. Drive a truck deep. on it, absolutely. But here, the deepest part of Indian Lake's thirteen feet. The deepest part of Buckeye Lake, a lot less. Does the depth of the lake matter? Where you could be in an area that's only six feet deep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the the shallower the water, generally, the the earlier it'll freeze. Um, that's why we've been able to get on those channels on Indian Lake uh, for the last few weeks. Um, you know, when you get out to the main body, there was still open water. We were on five inches in the channels. Um, and and just a prime example, uh, you know, I fish a lot in uh, Michigan, and uh, one lake will be on um, that averages 15 feet, uh, may have 15 inches of ice. Um, and a neighboring lake that's a quarter mile away that has 137 feet of water, um, it's it's still open water in a lot of areas just because of that depth and so much more water to cool down. Yeah, we're talking with uh, Bill Baum of Ohio Ice and Outdoors. So you'll be out this weekend as will Torg. I find that cool. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to put the smack down on some of these fish. The the uh, uh, fishing out there has been phenomenal lately mm -hmm. and, uh, so we're going to try to get on some of that and uh, and make it happen what are you seeing right now or hearing about buckeye lake and indian lake for the most part you mentioned the open water areas and and you're right i drive by indian lake and there's a group of ducks there so they're believe it or not they're still there but for the most yeah. part what are you seeing are you seeing three to eight inches for the most part in those areas how how thick is the ice 
Um, in in the, the average in the channels where we've been has been five six inches, um, but at the same time, uh, you know, I, I don't like ice reports um, for one reason. You know, I'll say it's uh, you know we're we're fishing on five to six inches, and then somebody who doesn't uh, check their own ice um, goes out there and sure. finds that two, finds that two inch spot because uh, one of the channels we were fishing, you know, we were literally on six inches and a hundred yards up from us there was two, um, and so we were trying to warn people. Hey, you know, watch walking that way because it's uh, it's sketchy. Yeah, I never thought of that. Somebody gets the report and they get a false sense of security, and then uh, right. you know, look out. It's probably dangerous as hell. Do people presume it's safe just because there's snow on the ice? Well, you know, sometimes, and 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 you know, another thing is, you know, I always preach to people that you're responsible for your own safety, um, and and you should, you know, be well versed in, uh, you know, being able to identify good quality ice. There's a lot of different types of ice um you know frozen slush looks kind of milky uh and it's got half the strength of good clear ice um and and i won't fish on anything less than four inches of good clear um no matter how much of that frozen milk stuff that's on top of it or anything like that um you know we've got to go with the four inches of clear um to to ensure our safety How would you check then? So let's say I want to go ice fishing this weekend. How would I check? Because I have this big spud, the chisel-like thing that weighs like eighty pounds. So I take I take my shed or my sled and I put everything on my sled. I'm dragging it, and then how often do I want to check the ice? When I'm on early ice or I'm on ice I haven't been on before, you know, even if I see somebody else's foot tracks, that doesn't necessarily mean it's good. It just means somebody might have got wet. So I carry a chisel. Um, you know, it's about, it's same thing as a spud bar. Some guys call them spuds. Some guys call them chisels. Mine's specifically designed for ice fishing. Um, and, uh, it's, it's a lot lighter, maybe the quarter of the weight of what you're going to be carrying. Um, and every two steps, when I'm on ice, I haven't been on for, I, every two steps, I give it two really solid whacks in the same spot. And that will put me down about three inches. Um, if I don't get any water seepage from below or the, the chisel tip doesn't want to stick in the ice. I know I'm on, you know, on a pretty good ah. uh, quality ice, and and you know, I, I went down at least three and didn't get any seepage, so I know I'm well over three. Okay, um, I got you. So, yeah, and uh, and that's good. I'm sorry. Oh, and I was gonna say for Christy Kemper out there, Christy's never been ice fishing. What do you need to ice fish if someone wants to go? Give me the basics yeah, that I need. Uh, that I boots. just get <laughs> a warm yeah. coat. If your feet are cold, you're screwed or wet. <laughs> You know, uh, give me safety, ice fishing starter kit. Right. Okay. Well, well, as far as safety goes, you got to have a, a spud bar or, or a chisel um, just for testing your ice, checking things out. Um, the safety spikes that you wear around your neck. Um, some guys call them neck spikes. Sometimes safety. All they are is a is a plastic handles with looks like a, a nail sticking out the bottom of them. Um, you know, because if you, in the event of a, of a fall through, you need to be able to crawl your way back out. Mm-hmm. Um, and those uh, give you grip with your hands. Um, I, I like to take a rope with me. It's not maybe necessarily um, for myself, but if somebody goes through, um, I can't go up to them to help pull them out because I'm potentially going to end up in there with them. So uh, I like to carry about a 50-foot rope with me, mm-hmm. and I can throw that to them and with a loop around it. They can put that under their armpits, and I can help aid them in their claw out. Um, wow. I like a whistle. I carry a whistle just, you know, if, if in the case of a, a fall through, you know, a whistle carries and you can give three blasts and that's kind of an international sign for distress when you hear three blasts of something. Yeah, but it's one uh, of those clown whistles. 
you know, they're they're. Uh, I wear cleats on my feet. Uh, that keeps you from from you know falling and hurting yourself as well. Um, those those are those are pretty important. But one thing I wear um, religiously, and, and a lot of guys, you know, don't because they're expensive, um, is a float suit. I wear a, a full float suit, bibs, parka. Um, the insulation in it is extremely buoyant. So, so if I was to flop through the ice, um, you know, I'm at least going to stay on the surface. Man, you uh, are an expert. Damn. You are the right guy to <laughs> can get. Can I go We're ice fishing with you? This guy's a you fine. Absolutely oh, can I? Good. Saturday. We're going Saturday, Saturday Christy. Now, uh, no, I want to go with him. You no, know, we are we are going. Me, uh-huh. him, my daughter, and father. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and Bill mentioned, uh, you know, you mentioned you go up north. Torque says in Minnesota, I know they do it in Michigan too. You know, they put sh- shacks and there's a fire, there's a fire pit and a stove and yeah. everything else. That's crazy yeah, to cool. think of that living here. It's awesome. They call them permies up there. Yeah. Um, and uh, they put them out there and leave them. And, um, yeah, it's it's super cool, guys. I mean, I've, I've seen them with satellite TV and uh, and all kinds of stuff in them. Yeah. I wonder if they've ever had an early thaw and people get caught with their stuff out there. Now, I think they're pretty smart. And they give yeah. dates. The state will give a date sure. that you have to get this off by, like, March 15th that if you don't, they'll find you Bill, and ticket you. did you see those photos last weekend up in Lake Superior? You mentioned the clear where the, uh-huh. you could stand on the ice, and it's it's I don't know how deep the ice was. It's so clear you can see the shipwrecks on the sand on the bottom. Yeah, I, I pretty saw awesome. That. that is that's tremendously awesome. Um, yeah, when you're when you're on ice that clear, it's just it's really kind of cool. It's like standing on a, a big thick pane of glass. Yeah, yeah. and we should ask add to Bill if you want to get you know you use a different pole, use an ice fishing pole, and they're significantly yeah. cheaper. They're small if you didn't know, and they're yeah. significantly cheaper than a regular pole. Right, yeah, they absolutely can be. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Bill, so we got all the info, and we can go to your Ohio Ice and Outdoor Facebook page and give it a like? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, give us a like, send a uh, send a join request, and um, and if anybody's interested and, in, in, you know, wants to learn how to do it and, and is unsure, feel free to, uh, you know, uh, and you're not comfortable just, you know, coming right out and asking in an open forum, um, feel free to, uh, you know, message myself or any of the other pro staff listed in there um you know there's a handful of us and we're all you know that's it's it's just a community trying to help everybody all so, right good thanks, job Bill. you're a great hey, man I'll, I'll see you saturday you're the expert i like thanks. it thanks that Bill. Awesome. thanks, thanks I, for having me on today fellas and I, you got to be proud of me torg a poll reference not a word out <laughs> yeah. of me not a <laughs> word <laughs> Kemper's right there, too. Yeah. Didn't I? Oh, yeah. the restraint. You're growing. The restraint. Yeah, you're growing. You're doing good.